now listening to the Black Variant. Black Variant on RNC Radio. Black variant issue 163. I yeah. am X Exile. Of course, if you hear my voice, I am joined by 1017 Van with the God of the Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And we are here to give you the latest and greatest in comic book news. But before we do that, of course, as you've been hearing for the last nine to eight minutes, we got to bullshit just a little bit. It's it's been Labor Day weekend. A lot of shit happened over the weekend. Um, Van, can you can you play the new addition to the soundboard, please? Okay, we starting at the top. Okay. Shut up, you pussy. Oh, Shut up, you <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> for those of you who don't know, oh, right? For those of you who do not, who do not keep up with wrestling, right? Um, over the weekend was what all in, all out. It, the big whatever AEW's big event in in London was all something shit. It, it was all something, but it was it was a big event. But like the the biggest thing that happened at the event, ironically, was not even on the card. Um, or at least we didn't know it was on the card. But um, in the in-between of, of, you know, uh, Jack Perry's match ending, a.k.a. known as Jungle Boy, um, and CM Punk's match starting, Jack Perry, who had previous beef with CM Punk over some alleged match booking or, like, the videoing of alleged match booking, including Glass, um, looked into the camera directly during his match on international television, knowing the man was in the building with him, and said... It's real glass, bro. Uh, <laughs> and then proceeded and did a spot on the glass, dog. So he he did that right. And then apparently, in in Gorilla, which is Gorilla is like the the area right before they go through the curtain and they're with the audience for everybody who don't do, do wrestling. But when they're in Gorilla position, CM Punk and Jack Perry basically pass each other, and Jack Perry was like, "What's up, bitch?" And CM Punk was like, nigga, who are you talking to? And and it hemmed him up, apparently, very fast. Um, <laughs> all I could think of was Jody and Melvin and Baby Boy. That's all I could think of. That's all I could think of. That's, yeah, that's the exact, that's basically been the Discord with the A-Show Discord as well, bro. Just keep it, like, keep it G with you, bro. I have literally, literally been in this exact same situation. And God bless Jack Perry. The little nigga has heart. I don't know who put the battery in his back, the Young Bucks. Um, yeah, they the crashed them. Has, He's a crash yeah, number, bro. Absolutely. fucking <laughs> But, like, they, I appreciated his heart, yo. But, like, if a, I'm, no matter what level of life you are in, right, you have little niggas, right? And when a little nigga steps to you, Got thinking they, think, thinking like they're, they're, they're really like that nigga, like they're, they're basically him in that moment. You have heard me, Van, Jamal, Tim, Ali, uh, fucking Mo, uh, Kung Fu Eddie, Banks, Farron. We have talked at length about getting punched in the chest. Yeah. One good time. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is the moment where you punch somebody in the chest. One good time. And from what we've heard, metaphorically, that's what happened. He put the nigga in a chokehold. He put yeah. him in a he basically put him in a headlock and like basically roughing his ass, like fuck out of here, nigga. Little like, brother, then little brother. Yeah, like, bro, yeah. Like, like nigga, you know, like 
could have also like you know mixed martial artists, but do you know you are a regular ass motherfucker? Yeah. Like it, it was basically like it's the equivalent of like Brian Scalabrini balling on some niggas at a YMCA. Like it, it's yeah. basically the same thing for CM Punk, who was in the UFC at one point, right? Um, there's some now been some other reports that Samoa Joe broke up the the, the brawl. Um, CM Punk literally told T- Tony Khan to like fuck off or or, or, or uh, lunged at him or some shit like that. Um, and now like. Everything that's developed since then, CM Punk has now been fired from AEW for, you know, fighting someone else. Um, and, you know, as we just talked about, you know, there are times to punch a nigga in the chest, right? Right. If you punch a nigga in the chest repeatedly, right? Like, if, if you keep having the same problem with multiple people, right? I'm not saying you're not being antagonized. I'm not saying you're be not being provoked. Because I've been in a situation like this. you got a group of motherfuckers who don't like you and they have made it the mission that you don't want to be around. People uh-huh. can relate to this at high school, at work, on uh, in fucking college, like, whatever level of life you and you can relate to that, right? With that being said, though, institutional. Yeah. Right? If someone keeps fighting... Right, not like not just once, like and not even just once. Like, if a person fought, was like repeatedly fought, and not only repeatedly fought, had fought the entire executive suite, yeah, minus Tony Khan, right? <laughs> yeah, my he he fought at not not just one. I'm like I'm not bullshitting this, y'all. He did not fight just one executive vice president of the company last year (laughs) he fought all of them at the exact same time um and then you mean to tell me in like in gorilla position where everybody but you know the executive suite i was just talking about this is where the executive suite is sitting right before you go through the curtain to go wrestle in front of fucking london right dog you mean to tell me you got in a fight with a little nigga right in front of everybody Everybody, dog. Like, listen, man. I've, I've I've been in work positions. I've been in school positions. You can forgive someone like someone punching someone once because, listen, everyone understands. There's always that one person in whatever environment you're in that just needed that shit, right? Like, like you, everyone understands that. However, if you then go ahead and go ahead and basically punch the office mascot right after that, right after you just came back from being suspended from punching, you know, the entire executive suite. Then my guy, you you might be the problem. I, I, yeah. Here's the crazy shit. I don't even think CM Punk is the problem in this in in, in this instance because obviously comes from the top. We know we've all worked in a toxic organization. It starts with the fucking CEO, the, the the whoever's actually running the company. That's Sodi Khan here. But dog, you can't go around punching people in your workplace, man. That's just not how shit works. So so I'm gonna look at I'm, I'm gonna look at it from this angle, right? This nigga Punk, you got two options, nigga. You got either. Suck it up and deal with these niggas, or you got a ball on them, nigga. I just would have balled on them, like you're like, nigga, you're the draw, you know what I'm saying? I would have turned collision into the eight show, nigga. Yo, you know what I mean? Look, and, and listen, that's a real nigga way to go about it, right? But listen, you gotta you gotta remember, man. We are we are rational people, yeah. We right, we, are, right, we got right. some, we got something of that. So I'm not sure really that how much rational because about to say this next thing, we got that dog in us, right? Right, right. We, right. we, we, we have chips on our shoulders, whatever that makes us us and makes us us, right? And who we are as people are mostly not spiteful, right? Yeah. That's not the case with young, not even young, CM Punk. <laughs> old man, old, old man Phil, Philly boy. Old, old man Phil Brooks. <laughs> Dog, that's not the case with Phil Brooks, my that nigga. That nigga is old man Logan, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Phil Brooks is a very, very spiteful person. One might even say he runs off spite. 
Um, yeah, it, it drives him. It really, it really motivates him. Just being spiteful. Dog, but the thing so, I would always say, he's definitely being gaslit. That's the thing. Like, absolutely. you're being gaslit, but nigga, you gotta, you gotta move smarter in these situations. You can't, you can't. Listen, the that's, that's, listen. Once again, some people who have been in similar situations, you can't just haul off and knock a nigga out all the time. That Everybody wants to build their coworkers, but you can't dog, do it, bro. You dog, can't do it. Dog. That's literally like plan A, B, C, and D before the homie talks you out of some crazy shit, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna knock him out. All right, but I'm just gonna elbow. Boom. All right, I'm just gonna kick him in the knee. You know what I'm saying? Like that. that that's the list. You, like, you feel uh, me, <laughs> dog? But like you gotta be able to like you know what I'm saying mitigate some circumstances. You feel me? There's some talks about meetings getting canceled. I don't know about that shit, right? But I will say this: you can't just just punch a nigga. That's the only way to deal with shit. You feel exactly. me? There, you can muff somebody. Muffing is a very effective way to get your point across without straight knocking a nigga out. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, you can what muff we always somebody. said was true though, X. What we always said, we said only one person could fix a fix AEW back there. His name is Damon Dash. We said that <laughs> months ago. <laughs> Telling you, man. Dan would have had them niggas running like a fucking McDonald's, nigga. He would have uh, had them niggas. Yo, I think I think it was with Mo, man. When Mo was on here, like, oh, listen, man. I, I, like, I think it was on Secret Files last year, actually. Yeah. Where Mo was just like, man, I, I don't know. Like, well, I was like, hey, man, listen. He came back to work. He got to work for in wrestling for the first time in a decade, right? He got to sun everybody who was calling him pussy. And yeah. like on on camera and backstage allegedly, but also the biggest thing here, I just want to talk about this real quick. How pussy do you have to be as a collective? And because this is not just one individual, this is not just two individuals, this is a collective, the elite. Um, how pussy do you have to be for every member of your group? I think except Adam Page to get his ass whooped by CM Punk. Personally, one on one, but then even Paige got punked. That's the whole. This is the whole reason this shit started, bro. Yo, listen. <laughs> hold on the mic. <laughs> Yo, they all they have all been punked on national TV, backstage, and in, in the in the tabloids, dog. Like this is this is the, how do you, dog? You are founders of the company. Like they yeah. like the the EVPs we're talking about. They founded the company. They announced this shit. Like they've been here since day one. The only EVP who's still not there is Cody Rhodes, and we all know where he is, right? Yeah. Um, so if you was Philly boy, what would you do next? If I was Philly boy, I'm you know, there's only one place in town left. <laughs> I'm not even being funny, you know. Like there's only one like rational place for him to go. You mean come on, like no disrespect to Impact, but nigga, do you think CM Punk is about to show up at Impact? I have an idea what Philly boy does next. I what, have what an do you idea. Think, fan? My thing is this takes this plan is only gonna take a year. It's only gonna take one year. One year. Go to New Japan, nigga. No. Go no, to New um, Japan, nigga. Look, I, I will only say no only for this reason, right? Do you remember when when when, when young Mercedes Monet went to stardom earlier this year or sometime last year, right? And she wrestled, I want to say, uh, not Mina Shakara, but who who's the shorty in stardom who really be kicking the shit out of people, yo? Oh, like, I forget, but she was is she, it she, she was throwing is bombs. It she, is it Sayori? Um, Fury versus. I'm gonna Google this real quick. I like. I know. I know. Cyrus is listening to me right now. Like motherfucker, you know I've talked to you about this. Yeah, we need to voice. Oh, Utami Hayashida or Hayashishida. Um, Utami hit her with an elbow, and she literally got a a not double the size of the one Trish Stratus had on Saturday night on her forehead. And listen, man, Mercedes Monet is not 40 yet. 
CM Punk is what 45? Yeah. Bro, listen, let me let me tell you something. Real, let me be honestly 100 percent really real with you, dog. Um, if any new Japan talent uh really decides to kick the shit out of CM Punk, um, and I don't mean that like taking liberties with his body, just doing a regular ass move. Like, for example, if Will Ospreay decided to hit that fucking elbow, he he knocked out Kota this is why, with. This is why you don't put him with niggas. Like, you put him with fellow wash niggas. So Listen. if you hurt me, I'm gonna hurt you. You put him with like Shibata and Kenta and them niggas. Let them beat you, up on them niggas. No, because let me tell you, bro, even even Shibata and Kenta is kicking the absolute <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm not Kenta. Like, Kenta like, I'm not yo, Kenta has been has been waiting <laughs> to beat this nigga's ass. <laughs> For damn near three decades, at the, like spanning three decades word for at this word, point. Bar for bar. Like, bro, bro, I swear to God, if CM Punk met Shingo in a match, he might not make it back home to AJ Lee, dog. I'm <laughs> not be yo. If, <laughs> if the Iron Pitbull nigga finds CM Punk, he might, yo, I'm not bullshit. If if Okada hit him with one, one stiff rainmaker, the joint he hit Kenny Omega with. To beat him, no, at, at no. Wrestle the Kingdom. one he, when yeah. the, when he took off on that young boy last year, <laughs> <laughs> I said Okada went crazy. Yo, okay. he earthed that boy, dog. Like I didn't know but, he had that in him. I know he had it in him. That was crazy, dog. I right, if he if he gets just one of them, CM Punk might not get back up, dog. I'm I'm saying that, and like I'm not even saying it to be funny. I really think he should go to WWE purely because they're the only place who might be able to extend his career still in order to get him through like this. And nigga, you want to talk about his ass beat? New Japan, nigga, what the thing? Who you gonna put him in there against? Yeah, uh, you listen. Who, who you <laughs> got? Chase Owens? Like, what? What, what are we doing? You here? gotta NXT that nigga, bro. Cause yo, Seth Hato, Robert Hato, nah, Kyo Hato, nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna tell you exactly what's gonna happen. Some niggas just gonna be like, "Hey, man, he." I'll tell you exactly what Roman Reigns said when he got asked about it. Roman would do it. Roman would do the, it. Hey, what, what did Robert say two summers ago? He can come back, but he got some receipts to, to pay back for. <laughs> On the mic in a, in a match, he yo, he's at least losing to five people, dog. Like, just off, just off rip. Kevin Owens might be a good person and let CM Punk pin him, right? I don't know, I, bro. I, I, might I never heard KO say he ain't anybody. <laughs> yo, I'm not even saying like a good person as in, like actually doing good and moral, but like best for like, business, business type shit. Type shit. Yeah, yeah, but like Kevin, I can I can see Kevin Owens being like, listen, nigga, I have, I got pinned by like Braun Strowman at his height, dog. I can take this, whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Seth yeah. Rollins, but nah. Roman Roman Reigns, who has not lost, who hasn't taken wait, he has taken one pinfall by his blood cousin in three years. And you mean to tell me Phil Brooks is gonna take a pinfall from this man, or Roman Reigns gonna take a pinfall from Phil Brooks potentially at a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam? Oh yeah, that's fuck never out of here. That's never fuck, happening. Fuck out of here. I will here. say though, Cody versus CM Punk, and you know Uh-oh. Cody, company man, company man, he's definitely doing it. All right, listen, man, that that'd be funny because it. it, it <laughs> Who do you choose in that, that that feud, X? Because you hate both niggas. So what do you? No, do you I'll say this: CM Punk. You want to know why? Because Cody Rhodes stole CM Punk's whole fucking club. He did. 
Whole fucking flow. You want to know why I don't like Cody Rhodes? Here's part of the reason I don't like Cody Rhodes. You you know how toxic you know CM Punk is. All the shit he's been set up the last decade. Yeah. I got to get into it, right? Cody Rhodes started spewing all that shit the moment he left WWE. Dog. He linked for, up with them boys. That's why. For, for what was it? Uh-huh. Six years. That does what you said. For six. Yo, he was the loudest one with all that AEW shit. Basically, spouting off all the shit Punk used to say or said in the in the infamous podcast episode, which. If if there is a sequel to happen, he needs to find somebody immediately. Because I, I I I not even for like objective purposes. I really just want to hear how much he can get spiteful rants off. It's like gonna be hours. an hour of this. Oh, Shut up, you pussy! <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be an hour of that. But whoever, whoever can facilitate that, man, God bless. Please let me hear that first. Let me get let me get a preview. Go on, Cornette show, bro. Don't yell if he's real. Punk um, and Cornette, nigga. Oh, hey, my God. Hey, hey, hey. Legendary. You feel uh-huh. me? Um, but listen, man. CM Punk, what a fucking weekend. Even like even without CM Punk. Steve Hartwell of Smash Mouth passed away. Um, that's, 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 that's the niggas from Shrek? They yeah, it was the niggas from Shrek. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know. Uh, I think I only know this really from... Um, I almost said Vampire Diaries, but like I've been, I've been listening, I've been hanging around teenagers way too much. <laughs> Look what our references are. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, my ten-year-old niece. Oh, uh, but like, uh, what's the next say Diaries? Or I think it, this might be the Invasion Diaries, or you know, whatever the Diaries on the Asia Network. Mio said this in because I know Mio said it. But um, Smash Mouth, I know them mostly. Like in, I like from what they look like, mostly because Mio said like, yeah, they, they, they like bomb not bomb but like interrupted the the bet like red carpet like back in the day um yeah and like i was i thought like not not like i, I didn't think the act itself was cool because like i didn't think it was like racial or nothing like that but i do think it was funny as hell like the, the all the very confused faces of his reactions was like what the yeah. fuck? and at the end by the end of it they were like yeah y'all doing a good job you know what i'm saying like That's yeah like, yeah <laughs> shout, yo, shout out to black folk man i, I didn't see black people be the responsibility for some groundbreaking moments from skateboarding to Smash Mouth bombing the BET Awards. But hey, man, we still here. Yeah. Uh, but RP Steve Hartwell, Smash Mouth. Uh, has it, did anyone else like die or pass away? There was a hurricane that hit Florida, but like everything's mostly good from what I heard. Um, a house, not a house, but a tree fell on Ron DeSantis's house and like, no, everybody, I, before y'all get y'all hoping up, no, it didn't happen. Um, so I, I seen that. I was like, yes. yo, yo, I know niggas who listen to this. Like X for real. No, no, I'm sorry. I kind of said gotcha. Yo, I would, <laughs> I would, I would love to give like the Cena Bin Laden announcement about Ron DeSantis, but like, I, I can't fake the funk. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh, yeah. There's a hurricane in Florida. Uh, this has anything like moderately serious else happened? Uh, nah, Mitch Ricardo did the uh, uh, mute challenge. Again, um, that's pretty much it. Did we record before or after Trump's uh mugshot came out last week? I think before, I think before because he was in on Thursday, yeah. All right, so yeah, Trump, we live in a post Trump mugshot world now. Oh, I, I, you know, I am, I'm disturbed by the amount of black folks and like they all have Twitter blue subscriptions. Um, that I've seen support Donald Trump, but I gotta say, man, before we, before y'all listen, the jig is already up. The Rendu tweets has already been started trending and whatnot. Listen, just block everybody with Twitter blue except the Black Variant. 
right? Um, <laughs> and I, I'm telling you this right now. We we bought it. I'm not listen. It's very convenient for like business days, but we purely bought it because Elon Musk fucked with the API so let us schedule tweets. We that's that's purely the reason we bought it. Keep it under here. Damn you, Dog, dog. If if Hootsuite had had kept doing the job without getting charged with the premium, we would have been fine. But goddamn it, Elon. Oh, um, before we before we jump, jump in the show, we quickly got to talk about living in Gotham versus living in Metropolis. It's only but, right. I, Which listen, city bro. are you choosing, brother? I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold stand here today. I'm gonna say something radical. Okay. Right? You know, people talk a lot about Gotham, about you know, what I'm saying niggas with guns, you know, what I'm saying shooting in the street, stuff like that. Listen, man, I know a lot of people who survive bullets. I know a lot of people who survive being shot at. I'm one of those two things. Yeah. But with that being said, I don't know anybody who survived their fucking building getting leveled suddenly, dog. Nigga, that's what I was trying <laughs> to explain to niggas. Yo, listen, man. I there is there is one thing between like Joker gas bombing like the city, right? And, like. Like the city basically being like this hell spawn, right? There's a whole nother thing if Lex Luthor literally, li- like literally sets the entire block on fire before eight o'clock in the morning, dog. Yeah. And I will always reference the fight between Zod and Superman and Man of Steel. Imagine you being at Starbucks and these niggas get the squabbling outside and a Bro, building falls down on you. Nigga. Not even, like that happened. Like they had time to evacuate the city and shit. Imagine the doomsday fight for a regular ass person. <laughs> nigga, <laughs> you go, you doing your late night Wendy's trip to get you a strawberry lemonade, some nuggets, and, Bro, and, and you see do, that outside. And, dude, and no, 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 fuck that. Doomsday comes crashing through your motherfucking Wendy's drive through window, <laughs> and then Superman pulls back up. The hair when a motherfucking German suplex through the Taco Bell next door. Come yeah. on, man. Come on. I will say the one thing about Batman, he doesn't really like to make a mess. You know what I'm saying? Superman, yo, all, all Superman does. So yo, all, listen, if y'all watch, if y'all have seen anything that we've seen talked about in wrestling over the last year, watching Superman fight is like watching a Gunther match, dog. Like, mm-hmm. but like instead of like the ring, the ring is the city of Metropolis. Like the <laughs> <laughs> the rings is whatever the nearest metropolitan area is I'm my dick. Dog, like Green general for real. I'm not bullshitting. Like Superman will like listen casually on accident. The nigga will literally level a whole building just bitch slapping somebody. Dog, like Superman fights like Gunther. That's crazy. He really does. That's his yo. He, yo, he does nothing but horse fights. You don't, you don't, you don't see that nigga doing hurricanes. You don't see him doing poison runners. You don't see that nigga doing high fly. You see that nigga fly, but you see that nigga fly to get somebody a fucking lariat. Yeah, he's no All spot right, monkey, bro. Oh, yeah. great with him. Hey, yeah. hey, dog, think about like this. Think about the Superman Batman Apocalypse movie, right? At the uh-huh. end of the movie, after he thought Supergirl was dead, what did he start doing on Dark Side? Throwing blows, nigga. He started yeah. going, but he hit that nigga with a with a what uh a seismic toss from fucking heaven. <laughs> like I'm not yo, Dark side dragging off. <laughs> yo, he yo, he literally hit this nigga with a power bomb from the stratosphere, dog. Yeah. Like Superman's is Scooter, dog. He fights the exact same way. Wow. If, I never, yo, I never peeped. Yo, in Doomsday is brawn. Like yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the same, it's the exact same shit. Um, but before we get wow. too deep into, you know. Tangential comic book movies and whatnot. 
we're gonna get into what we've been watching, what we've been doing, then we're gonna get into the show real quick before we get too deep into this. But Van, I do want you to tell me about Starfield. How's it going so far? Brother, we're we're in space, we're riding ships, we're fucking up, we selling drugs. We we live in life, man. You out here making spice runs? <laughs> Yo, so is this guy on Reddit? Yo, for real. So I followed the same outline as this guy on Reddit, right? This guy on Reddit, he went to the planet. He and he started making this drug named Aurora. He started working in the factory, just like him. I did too. I learned the recipe. Now I'm setting a base on random planets, so I can my drug factory. I'm Frank Lucas, brother. I'm I'm you, Walter White. You became intergalactic. <laughs> I can't. I, no, I'm trapping I, Aurora out the bed, though. Uh-huh. I, I, I really can't, bro. Did you really become intergalactic, Franklin Saint? Like, uh-huh. is, is this what you you became? Oh my God, you became Planetary Marlowe. This is I, this I'm is Heisenberg it. in a spacesuit, bro. No, how did I? You know, I literally had written down into this to ask you: Have you pulled a John Stewart yet in Starfield? <laughs> But I you, had to skip done, past that <laughs> you you went straight into the intergalactic Rick Rico yeah. stage. Like yes, I'm I am Van the Spaceman. I, I <laughs> Spaceman T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, you should hear like a postman ad lib every time you talk to somebody. Starfield. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But no, nah, Starfield is fun, man. Though, at Frey rated shaky, but outside of that, it's a good time. If, I'll say this: I need you to make a character that's, that's basically intergalactic, young drum. Like that, that's that's all. That's all I'm asking. You for. Put a bit different polos every time you see him. Quinjet blue like real wind, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Shabby look like rope, but don't. <laughs> I don't know that hey, we we ain't never seen an intergalactic Chevy, but young drum gonna feel us, bro. He gonna, uh, he yeah. gonna show us the way. Oh. I'm, I'm outside for video games. I've been playing the 2K showcase because I finally got around to playing 2K. Okay. Um, and I had to do the Brock Lesnar SummerSlam match today. Uh, I don't like reliving uh, that one bit. And Definitely. I got I, I gotta say this, man. I like I, I, I watched that match live. John Cena ate 16 German suplexes. Yes, mm-hmm. you are not mishearing me. 16 German suplexes in a single match. Um, and to do that again in the game today. And like I'm not bullshitting you. Like there's literally a prompt that goes, "All right, hit John Cena with seven German suplexes before you can like advance to the story." Then you get this little cutscene. The next objective is, "All right, hit John Cena with eight more German suplexes." <laughs> Keep right? bobbing on this nigga. So, so I'm doing this right, and like by like the fourth or fifth one, I'm like, "Damn, bro!" Like to, to like get someone up and like just keep throwing them like. Damn, that's a lot. By the seventh one, I'm like, listen, man, this is a video game. And like, even I am tired of suplexing this nigga. Uh, By the actually, I got to 15 and 16, dog. I was like, this man took this shit in real life. I I have not I have learned more learn yo, I've learned more respect for my girl. Because doing this shit in, in, in virtual reality was tiring. That man got dropped on his neck 16 times by the strongest person on the planet. It was like, I'm good, bro. He was on roll the next night. Like, yeah. This shit's crazy. Cutting promos on niggas in, in, in a new t shirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's my goal. Shout out to the GOAT, man. Uh, and I'm giving this purely for Jamal purposes, but uh, I am now on episode 251 of That's One Piece. One Piece Watch. When I, when I wrote this agenda, it was 246. Um, 
I'm at Water 7. I have now uncovered the identity of Frankie. I have seen Usopp get beat by everybody in this arc. Um, I'm not bull. He's gotten jumped by like three different groups of people in this single solitary arc. He got jumped by the homies. He got jumped by the people the homies was beefing with. And he got jumped by the people that the homies was beefing with and the other homies was beefing with. All right, man. Um, Listen, Usopp, you got to figure out what what you're doing to make these niggas that mad. Because like... how do you get drunk by three different like three different gangs in a single city, dog? Fight back, nigga! Fight back! That's like getting jumped in by the by the GDs, the BDs, and the Latin Kings in a single day, dog. You know how hard that is. Pretty much hard. Um. Also, <laughs> before I before I get past the succession, Kendall's name was definitely fucking underlined. And I just got to that point in the story. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that man. shit. That shit Fucked was up. definitely underlined, my nigga. Uh, I looked at. It, I was like, you can either look at this two days, right? One, he run world. He he fucking won Logan's respect when he said that shit in the news. Honestly and truly, yeah. Uh, that's probably the moment he underlined that shit. Honestly, uh, but secondly, uh, the 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 other way I thought about looking at it was he had the shit written down at one point and had crossed it out. And had he crossed it out, right? That's some spiteful ass shit to do because he ain't named nobody as a backup. Like yeah, if, he if, just if said, you, fuck it. If, yeah, if you go out with the if you go with the cross out theory, meaning everybody sincerely believes Logan Roy was spiteful enough, right? Was spiteful enough to be like, listen, I don't give a fuck who you give it to, just not that bitch ass nigga Kendall. <laughs> but you know what my theory too is like, bro, Kendall paid this dude, bro. That nigga been Ken- through hell back, bro. Kendall, Kendall got hazed a lot. <laughs> a lot. More than most uh, niggas. Like, and listen, I wanna say. Yeah, probably even more than Roman, dog. And he got hazed a, a lot. Oh, yeah. uh, but like Kendall got Kendall got hazed. Kendall almost went to prison for his daddy, which was like admirable. But like, I'm so sorry. I'm so glad you know he didn't do that shit. Yeah. Uh, ain't mean shit in the end, but still. Uh, but yeah, Ken- <laughs> Kendall's name was definitely underlined. Um, but you're into getting dead shots, brother. Yeah, let's jump in, bro. All right. So like, we gotta talk about intrusive thoughts and like you know mental health and whatnot. And Travis Scott and his intrusive thoughts need to stay with him and by him fucking self, right? Mm-hmm. Travis Scott woke up feeling two days ago, um, like doing the Blade soundtrack. Tweeted the shit out completely unprompted. <laughs> uh, and before I get too mean, like I already have been, Van, how do you feel about this? Um, I don't want it to happen. Oh, we have the Blade soundtrack. It's called A Whole Lot of Red. You know what I'm hey. saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, we have it. It's out. Um, but I really feel like this is going to happen if the movie comes out. They're going to give it to him. Not so much because of the soundtrack, but more so it's all the merch they're going to push. Oh, Travis they, Scott, Blade merch, nigga. Come yeah, remember, remember the Tenant promo? And like It was half Travis Scott? That shit flew up. You couldn't even find it like in a shirt or anything. None of that shit. Um, yeah, but also, we talking about if Blade happens. That's a big if at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is a, I don't mean to be mean, but that is a giant. You know, Travis Scott talking about doing the Blade soundtrack. Nigga, Blade might not get a soundtrack. Yeah, work on the movie at this nigga. point. Uh, um, that shit gonna be on freeform. Dog, listen, man. I real. I'm not like I'm not being funny, y'all. Blade really might not come out at this point. So, like, Travis Scott, listen. I hope you do get this job, just so this movie does come out. Oh, uh, because if it don't, oh, uh, Kevin, Feige, we don't talk about you know diversity and inclusion and representation and for a long fucking time. Um, speaking of all that shit though, we're gonna talk about Annie Machete. Annie Machete confirmed over the weekend 
that Linda Carter's Wonder Woman, Marlon Brando's Joel, and Cesar Romero's Joker were all cut from the Flash as cameos. Um, my only real question is this: Why does like like why does it seem like they looked for like cameos exclusively before the year of our Lord two thousand? That's my only question. <laughs> they tried to tap into a fan base who was not watching this movie. Oh, niggas is not going to see the Flash because like you know, but. I mean, at least I'm happy Linda Carter got her due in the Wonder Woman movie. Like, yeah, that was actually cool. So here would have just been bonus to that. Um, and then it, shit, we got the Nick Cage cameo. That's all I really cared about. That was fine. Yeah, I, I like. It's not weird or whatever, but like, it's weird because like now we're in a time where basically like early 2000s shit is coming back. Uh, and like you basically what you would expect to see is like maybe like. Like with Clooney, like we saw him at the end of Flash, right? Or like we would probably see like people would probably feel nostalgic enough to see like Christian Bale as a cameo or type, yeah, type shit now, right? Like so for like that, they they went to the like the the the, the trouble of basically AI and CGI and whatever the fuck you want to call it, like everyone, like damn near pre segregation, and like or who was actually like like filming and like airing during segregation during the Reagan era during the fucking Nixon years. Uh, they they put all the motherfuckers in the movie, and like that was really a really weird decision. Speaking of like people who do most of the you know marketing for these shits are like teenagers or like young, like younger adults, not like I want to say like forty five because like millennials are damn near forty five now. But like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like not not people who collect AARP. You feel me? Like yeah. you like I, I'm I'm not trying to be mean or like that, but like this the choice of cameos is odd. Um. And you can see that James Gunn has a, is a very you see his fucking vision for shit. Yeah. Um, speaking of vision for shit, the Marvels. So a runtime was leaked over the weekend, and uh, and for context, it was leaked by Cryptic 4K Qual, um, who has previously leaked. <laughs> he's previously like Ahsoka and like Mandalorian episode times, and okay. has been right. Um, but they basically said this weekend that the Marvels is set to have a runtime of one hour and 38 minutes, including credits. Um, Fire. And the highest caliber scooper as of right now who has confirmed this is My Time to Shine Hello. And y'all know how I feel about them. Um, so I'm not sure this is real. But on the off chance it is, Van, how do you feel about it? I'm into it, brother. Because I'm, I'm be real. I feel like movies in general, and I feel like this is an effect of Marvel. Um, they just been too long for me. Like everything's been kind of like, like Doctor Strange. I feel like you could have cut a 30 minutes off that movie, and it would have been Bro. a better movie. You know what I mean? Um, I can go down a list. It's just a bunch of movies, but I think for these characters and these roles and. Probably the story they're telling this is actually sound like a perfect amount of time for me. I, I honestly like I'm cool with shorter comic book movies, honestly and truly. Um, like Blue Beetle was like on the on the shorter side of two hours, but like it didn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like Ninja Turtles is only like I don't think Ninja, Ninja Turtles was like maybe hour and forty minutes tops. Yeah. Um, and that and that shit felt fine to me. Um, my only concern about this is y'all really tired. Y'all really decided to like do like the uh, Oh, less than two hour mandate on the 
woman directed by on the movie directed by Nia DaCosta, bro. Like that was that, that was the one y'all chose to implement this shit on. Okay. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. And, like you putting your and, foot down now. Yeah, yeah, and the the woman like the movie starring the women. You're like y'all y'all really decided to do that one. Like that's that that's the one you decided. Oh yeah, hour and forty minute runtimes. We cool with that shit now. Like that's the one you starting with. Um, I hope it's as impressive for all movies going forward, bro. Like, let's cut this shit down, bro. Yeah, I think that would be good, but like, I really don't. I, I, I hate like being the cynical fan because like a lot of the cynical shit we think of like just turns out to be fucking standard now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, bro, like the cynical fan of me really doesn't be like, bro, are they like, are they only putting this movie an hour and a half basically because of like the strikes? Because that's basically the only shit they can get out. Like, that's basically the only shit that's done. Um. Because, like, this basically screws me, like, they might only have enough content for an hour and a half with this movie, bro. Yeah, and it's not, like, leading up to it, it's not like they could do reshoots, right? You know, yeah. Shit, they, so. Yeah, so, like, if Kevin Feige decided, like, the whole story's got to be fucking fixed after post, then you just going to have to make peace with his God about that, yeah. because there's nothing they can do about it now. Yeah, like you said, yo, they this really might be all they have, bro. This might be it. <sighs> Is it Shit crazy, man. And you know um, how I knew it was short? Because the trailer was half of the other shows and movies. Half right. the trailer was just Captain Marvel 1 and then WandaVision and then Miss Marvel. They so. have been putting in a lot. Of, yeah, you're right about that. Damn. Yeah. They ain't really oh, showing shit. too much. They, I don't think they can show too much without giving away the whole story. Hey, man. If if we just broke if we just broke something here on the Black Barrier, man, we're going to come back to this in two months. Yeah, man. Um, Giancarlo Esposito, though, has confirmed that he's in talks with James Gunn over a role in a future DC movie at Comic-Con Panama. Um, he also mentioned that, one, he's aware of the Charles Xavier Magneto and Mr. Freeze fan castings. Um, he would rather portray a hero rather than a villain. Um and he knows he will eventually be hired for a Marvel or DC movie. Don't know which one's first, though. Um, there, how do you feel about Giancarlo Esposito in either a Marvel or DC movie? I think this is uh, very interesting because in DC, I don't really know who he can play. Maybe. I'm going to say Marvel um, Martian Manhunter. Yeah, I can see him doing that. Like something he can voice, I feel like would be good. Like, like a dark side. I know he wants to be a hero, but nigga, better as a villain, nigga. Like, Duh, honestly, I can't believe you just said it, but like, he would be a great voice for dark side. A great voice. This nigga's just stern, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> or some funny shit. I would love to see him as like one of the guardians, like like for the Lantern Corps, nigga, like one of the little blue niggas. Um, <laughs> I would definitely enjoy that. <laughs> Yo, low key, like I'm not even being funny. I think like a role, like I, I'm not like trying to be. I'm really trying not to be funny, but a role that he could really showcase like his wit and like his acting skills. Mm-hmm. It might be as fucking Alfred, man. I think Alfred. I mean, Alfred would be cool. I think it'd be cool. Like, like he could, like he could get all his charisma and his swagger off in there, and like actually like be involved in some action shit if he really wants to. Yeah. Um, and, and but, being Alfred is no slight. Look at the last few niggas that played Alfred, bro. Like that's like they're all yo, they're all super fire, amazing like, actors, bro. Jeremy <laughs> Irons, you know what I mean? Michael Caine, uh, yeah. Andy Circus. Like, come on, those are like amazing actors, bro. That's no slight. Yeah, that'd be a super cool role for him, dog. Like, he would honestly be cool with that. But like, I don't, I, I don't know where I would see. Like, he's such a unique actor. I don't like. It's kind of, it kind of feels not insulting, but like. It kind of feels a little bit of insulting to kind of typecast him as a superhero because, like, yeah, he's someone. He's someone that's so much better than that. 
Yeah, um, I mean, an obvious pick is uh, Professor X because, like, I can see him in that role too. But like, I don't know. He's a great actor. I feel like you you can actually put him in a lot of places, but you know, I feel like if he really wants to get bars off and like really look cool, Magneto is definitely the way to do it. Um, but I'm not sure how much like faith an actor has. <laughs> In Disney as an institution at the moment. Yeah, and plus um, also, I think he's tired of being a villain. <laughs> it just sounds like he just, yo, I'm tired of niggas bullying me. <laughs> I, it's, it's not, I feel like it's that, and like also, yo, I'm tired of dying. Like, yeah. like, like, same thing with Michael B. Jordan when he started doing uh, Black Panther. Like, nigga, I like, I just told, just told my mama, bro. like, just stop coming to set, bro. Like, just, yeah, just, bro. Just, just stop coming to set, bro. Um, like, he's probably tired of, he got blew the fuck up and man, yo. He got blown the fuck up in the Mandalorian. He got blown the fuck up in Breaking Bad. Um, Far Cry died. <laughs> Far Cry got he got shot and blown the fuck up. Yeah. Um, yo, he dies in everything, man. I think it would be kind of nice for him to live in something. So yeah, let him play a hero. Yeah. Um, and before we get into the the main show this week, Godzilla minus one. Did you see the trailer? The full trailer. Brother, we are so back, man. Shout out to Godzilla. <laughs> Shout out my nigga Rob. You know, he, he filled me on the Godzilla wave, man. But now nah, we we locked in on that, bro. I, the Japanese just do just make Godzilla movies so much better, bro. It's just nothing, you know. They just do it better. Sorry. That's what happens when, um, when you don't leave the decisions to a bunch of silly ass white people. Um yeah. you should you know, you know, movies always shine best when like they're made by the people, you know, who are closer to the roots of said movies. Yeah. Um and I think like a Godzilla movie set in Japan right after World War II is super fire. Yeah. <laughs> like you basically damn near see this nigga mutate into what we know him as. Oh, I think that's super cool. And like you are more of a Godzilla person than I am, but like this is super cool when I want to give you the spotlight to talk about this shit. Yeah, yeah, shit's fire. Um, let's get into the show this week. So let's get into this week in comics actually first. So I want to talk about the fall of X. Right. Okay. Um, and I have a little bit of context. All right. So I saw a tweet. Um, and like I, it wasn't a Twitter blue person, but it was on the for you page or uh, yeah, the for you page. <laughs> um, but it's basically talking about how the fall of X is now who's being you know basically spotlighted in the fallout of what's going on. Um, and the I may I actually tracked down the interview, and the interview was by Jordan White, who was the senior editor of the X Men over at Marvel. Okay. Um, and he did the interview with. Iped eight AIPT comics. Um, and the quote was, but we keep trying every time. So for the fall of X, you got Iceman, you got Gene, you got the Uncanny Spider-Man. Those are all books that very much span out what's happening in Fall of X. So therefore, what characters need the space? Oh, my bad. All right. Characters need space. What characters need the space to be spotlighted? And those are the ones we landed on. Um, and like I will say this: Gene is getting her first ever series. Which is wild as fuck, but first ever solo series spinning out of Fall of X, which I think is a really good thing. Um, right, it's really good. And I will say, like the they did like plant seeds for this, in, you know, ahead of time. Um, like uh, Gene and Scott are basically like, currently beefing. Well, I'm not sure if they're still beefing because like one of them might be dead. Um, but they were beefing about the question of genocide of the Brood. Um, and Gene was basically like, "Yo, it's genocide." Like. This is this is not a question, my nigga. Like the answer is no. And Scott was like, "Man, fuck the brood." Um, <laughs> so they were beefing before like genocide came to Krakoa. Um, but I will ask this, right? It's been four or five years since the start of the Krakoan era, since they announced the shit, and right. basically X Men as we know it has changed. Um, 
Bro, when they announced this shit, the person who like they made a big deal about bringing back and like getting the spotlight because they, you know, Jean Gray came back, Jean Gray came back to life right before this shit happened. Right. Um, was Jean Gray and like Iceman and and in not there wasn't a Spider-Man fucking spinoff back then, but um characters associated with this uncanny Spider-Man are also the characters that were highlighted in the beginning of the Krakoa era. Uh so my question is, how the fuck did we land on the exact same group of mutants to get a spotlight at the beginning of the Krakoa era and now the fall of the Krakoa era? <laughs> uh, like, that's that's really my biggest, my, that's really my only gripe with this shit, bro. It's like, listen, man, y'all, we had this era of mutant, I don't know, faux mutant prosperity. Right. Um, and, like, every little team got their books, but, like, it was basically the same teams as you know them, uh, with like few exceptions, like X Men Red, the, the relaunch, and like Marauders and stuff like that. Um, and I think X Factor as well. Um, but even X Factor had like legacy characters associated. X Force yeah. was a lot of legacy characters associated with the book. There were new ones like um, Black Tom Cassidy, uh, like yeah. Beast and Jean Grey were involved with that shit. But but basically, all the new characters eventually end up leaving, or like. Um, they like had a showdown with Wolverine, which is what happened with Beast. Um, but with all of that happened, like the new mutants basically stayed as the new mutants, and like um Honey Badger basically joined them at the end, and like that was before like Hickman left, and like Hickman, shit got yeah. shooken up after that, and like the genocide happened once again, the genocide. Um, and now that scattered everybody. We had five good years to like really explore like the really niche mutants, like everybody. You know what I mean? Like we like everyone we had once in a storyline. They literally wrote into the story that for once everybody is good. And we got books with the exact same people throughout that period. And now we're getting to the fallout of that shit. And you mean to tell me a, a good number of the folks that we spotlighted at the beginning are literally in pieces and we are still spotlighting the motherfuckers who are still alive from the beginning of said era? That's yeah. kind of whack. Yeah, I think they they had a real opportunity to like. I mean, I guess they tried with Sync, but it ain't really, you know, pop up like became, that Like, I don't mean to be rude, but Sync became a Wolverine accessory. Yeah, essentially, but like, you know, because I remember at the beginning of the um, the post Hickman X Men, like the first X Men when they redid Volume One of X Men, mm-hmm. um, Sync had a, a large part. You know, he was doing a lot of stuff, but that kind of fell by the wayside. But also with X Men, it's like. They this always happens like this where they have certain characters that they're trying to push. Then you have the characters that the readers just naturally are gonna gravitate to. And that's always gonna be like Storm. It's always gonna be your Wolverines. Mm-hmm. And then I will say this whole run is they done a good job of boosting up Colossus because I really see him as Colossus, like, Kitty Pride. Kitty oh. Pride it made them vital, vital members, you know what I mean? Of of these stories. Yeah. But you know, they had a chance to build up new um newer mutants. Um original characters, stuff like that, but also, I think the, the transition phase hurt him, because I really feel like Hickman, he's known for boosting up characters that niggas don't really talk about, lesser known or new characters, that's like his whole thing, but mm-hmm. him get, losing him, you kind of lose that. So a lot of it, I feel like half this run is them building up something, now they have is just been them trying to clean up whatever they can, you know? Yeah, uh, I like, you can kind of like, you could damn near see it in like the books, like the machinations mm-hmm. of the actual story and shit, because I remember like the, the the vault, like the 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 children of the vault, whatever the fuck they're called, whenever an X twenty three Bishop and Cable. Yeah, yeah, they got stuck in the fucking vault for like a hundred thousand million years, some shit like that, right? Pretty good uh, book too. 
Yeah, it, it, and like that was actually a, a decent book. And like I didn't, I don't got nothing against like the main run at that moment. Um, but like you can, it kind of reads like, yeah, like these were like I'm not sure about sync, but coming into the Krakoa era, X23 had just come off on the Wolverine. Like she was Wolverine at that point in time when when Logan came back, um, and like kind of not stole her momentum, but mm-hmm. like. Wolverine came back and y'all were riding three months before Hickman came back. So like Yeah, and then you gave him his own his return. You gave his return its own book, which is crazy. Like, you know, by Benjamin Percy of all people. Um but like X23, they basically literally wrote her out of the book or out of the continuity for a year in some change. Because they have no idea what the fuck to do with her. Like she was they're like, all right, she's really cool. We're gonna make her important to this story, but ultimately not really that important. You know right, what I mean? Right. I feel like they uh, say they really set up a strong foundation for her after early on, and then they just it just fell by the wayside. Yeah, they like she got that real one cool moment of like, "Bitch, I am Wolverine." Fuck you, mm-hmm. mean Cyclops. Um, and and that was basically like she literally did not appear again for a year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like I, I hope this new era of X Men like the Storm shit is really cool. I think the Mars shit is really cool. That's like basically what I feel like is pushing the the story forward mostly at this point. Yeah. Um. But like, this fall X Men shit, dog. I I hope new characters get a spotlight. Like, I love Wolverine, but make me interested in someone else besides Wolverine, dog. And like, but good on them for getting Jean Grey a book. It should have taken fifty fucking years. But good on y'all for giving Jean Grey a book. Um, Yes, it's it's pretty good too. Like, um, it's basically like a, it's almost like a what if story with her. Like, um, what if the original mutants, especially her going crazy with power. But it's it's told it's told in a very good way. I think yeah. you guys will like it. Yeah, it's really it's good. like basically like told like the way of like if the Phoenix did not corrupt her type. Yeah, shit. um, like or basically if she always had a control over her powers, um, without the Phoenix fucking it up type shit. I think that's a really cool way to like be like, damn dog, I really have like you know wiped off entire population centers off yeah. the map. But like that really wasn't me, dog. Yeah, you know but some things. It also teach you some things are just a canon event, brother. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, hey it'd be like this sometimes. Hey, 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 sometimes someone's police captain got to get capped. It'd be like yeah, that, man. Yeah, that's what that's what Miguel told us this summer, dog. That's the one yeah, thing. That's learned. what I learned this summer. You know, when kids come back to school, <laughs> what did you learn this summer? How was that? <laughs> Speaking of learning shit this summer, let's get into Fantastic Watch a little bit, right? Uh-huh. Oh, I want to throw this out there for you, right? Because this right. is this is very important. Josh Harnett has been rumored to have been offered the role of Doctor Doom pre-strikes. This is via the Insider, which is which means it's actually a reputable report. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Resident Doctor Doom, Fantastic Four expert, how are you feeling about this? Um, I would say he has kind of like the stature of Doom. Uh-huh. I just, I just, it would be hard for me to see him as a bad guy. I feel like everything I've seen him, and he's been like, you know. Rom com, good guy, clean cut. Oh, you know? is this dude? Yeah, he looks mad regular. Wasn't the uh, nigga, wasn't he with Fergie or something? Or oh, that's a different one. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I remember niggas. Like, who was you with? Like, nigga? I think that's Josh Dumel, dog. Same like, nigga, same <laughs> nigga. <laughs> nah, because Josh Dumel looks like Timothy Olyphant and Blackberry and Fancy Members. I do. I dead ass said that was Josh Dumel for like the first two weeks of, of Mando season two, dog. My bad. Oh, no, nah, that's hard. I think he can. He can pull it off. I think he can. He, you know, he can get that off. I 
I don't think I've seen him in a lot of things. I'm gonna keep it 100 real with you. Oh, he was in Oppenheimer. I remember his face. Never mind. Yeah. Um, oh shit, he was in Black Hawk Down, bro. How can I forget? Yeah, yeah. Damn, he was in Black Hawk Down. Pearl Harbor. All right. Yeah, he. Yeah. yeah, he can do it. He. You just look like two war movies. He's fine. He can do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, going into Weapon X. Yeah, let's jump in. So Weapon X this week. Uh, Kidpool. Which is a alternate Earth version of Deadpool, exactly how it sounds, will reportedly debut in debut uh, debut in Deadpool three, played by Walker Scobell. Right, he's a little kid, but but Walker Scobell worked on a movie called The Adam Project with Ryan Reynolds, um, and like this would this I would say heavy alleged, but the problem is Ryan Reynolds has always has already liked a tweet about Scobell playing Kidpool. Um, and this is just a nice tidbit that I just want to throw at y'all to let y'all know this is happening. Uh, apparently, Walker Scobell had memorized Deadpool 2 front to back when he was working on the on the Adam Project with Ryan Reynolds. Mind you, the kid was like five or six, dog. Uh, so Ryan Reynolds probably in that moment was like, oh, I'm going to make sure this man can cuss in 4K. Brilliant quality whenever I get the chance. Then... You are way more empathetic to this Deadpool shit than I am. How are you feeling about this? This is fucking stupid. Yo, stop <laughs> trying to sell me Funkos, man. I don't care about kid pool. I don't care about going pool. I don't care about swimming pools, nigga. Like, stop. Like, it just every update, I'm just like, oh, I don't give a fuck about this movie, bro. <laughs> like, like, we're wasting precious resources on this shit. Time, $250 million, nigga. Right, for cheap pops? Oh, my God. Cheap pool, nigga, who cares? You know what's going to happen as soon as I see Ryan Reynolds on that screen? Shut up, you pussy! That's all you're going to hear in the theater. That's me. Man, fuck that movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, yo, I. How we? How's this shit coming out during a strike, yo? That's all the fuck I want to know. Yeah, who's leaking this shit out? I during a strike. I. I. You know what? It's it's a Deadpool movie. Let Ryan Reynolds do what he does, man. I just know this is the last one. Fuck it. Um, let's get into the state of the MCU update because we had a big update over the weekend from the Hollywood Reporter about mad MCU release dates. Um, and the reason being this is Disney is pushing these back because they don't want to pay the writers and the actors fairly. Uh, I wish I could tell you like this is some COVID-level shit, but it's not. They really just don't want to pay folks. Um, I'm going to start off with What If Season 2. What If Season 2, which was supposed to be out by now, um, is now set to debut around Christmas, right? Of this year? Uh, of this year, yes. Christmas oh. upcoming in three months. Uh, but the episode order has not been confirmed, but there it is confirmed that there's a title, quote, What If Happy Hogan Saved Christmas? Yes, Trash. we're talking about the beginning of Iron Man 3. Trash. Uh, I got nothing to say about that, man. Uh, X Men '97 was originally planned to come out fall 2023, uh, but has now been moved to early 2024. Um, as of right now, season two is still in the works. Um, before we get before we get past the animated shit, Van, how you feeling about this so far? That's trash. As, 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 like, I get it though. You gotta push it back. But the X Men shit is kind of funny because 
all the toys and rollout shit has already started, but that shit got pushed all the way back. It's hilarious. That's yo, I it is it is insane. Like with the doing shit too, like bro, press runs have already like with like you said, press runs, merchandise, all that shit's out now. Yeah. Like you're essentially shooting yourself in the foot by moving this shit. Yeah. Um, but you kind but of hey, you do have a choice in this though. I was about to say you don't have a choice. You actually do have a choice in this. They absolutely do have a choice. Um, and like just today, the a report came out that WBD is losing somewhere around a half a billion dollars this quarter um, because of like the strikes. And mind you, the the buy in they're asking for for like the actual like if the writers got everything they asked for is fifty million dollars. Right. They are losing exponentially more money by fighting these motherfuckers on this. Right. And it's going to keep going because for their sake, all of them, especially WBD, because they're trying to sell next year. You know what I mean? Their whole plan was to hold on so they can get sold. But if you don't have these computers pewing, these writers writing, you ain't got shit going on. Put it like this. If WBD was in a a situation, they are hanging off a ledge and a a finger is slipping every day. Yeah. And they're like, why are you doing this to us? As they push themselves off the cliff, you know. And yeah, 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 as they pour water on their own <laughs> hands, dog. Like they, as they got their assistant pouring water on their hands, like, is this good, sir? Fuck you, sir. Yeah, um, exactly. Like, exactly. Like, man, they're doing this shit to themselves, literally. But let's get into the live action, the actual MCU TV Disney Plus shows. Mm-hmm. Um, Agatha, which that's 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 exactly why I'm referring to the show going forward because I can't do these fucking name changes anymore. Um, first of all, the series has gone under its third name change. Um, it was originally Agatha House of Harkness. It went to Agatha Coven of Chaos. I like that one. And I, I thought that was hard. Um, but now we are at Agatha Darkhold Diaries. Um, and I'm not bullshitting you. They put this out via Variety. The spinoff show is reportedly changing titles on purpose to suggest Agatha is up to her old trickery. It has been delayed from winter 2023. To Halloween 2024. That don't sound like trickery, dog. Uh, that sound like you niggas is undecided. <laughs> you can fool a nigga. You can fool him. <laughs> I, hey man, I this is this is how you know shit is getting not spooky for the MCU, but like just just uh, like on the outside looking in, they are now using production delays, like act like legitimate production delays, as cute building blocks in promo for this show. That yeah. means if basically look, look at AEW, right? If they start highlighting the dysfunction in the product itself, it starts it's a feeding, like a work. Yeah, it starts feeding into itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what it's starting to look at like here. Like the 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 basic all the behind the scenes shit we hear about the MCU, the visual effects, you no know, fucking shit. The shit that Elizabeth Olsen came out last uh, this past week saying about being damn near trapped in this 360 deal doing Scarlet Witch or not wanting to be defined by just doing Scarlet Witch over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um bro, we we are trying we're starting to see that shit play out in the product. Um speaking of that shit play out in the product, Echo, the Hawkeye spinoff. Uh it has been moved to January from November 2023. Yes, it was set to come out in like 60 days. Oh wow. Uh, it got moved to January now, uh, or early 2024, rather. Um, in addition, Ironheart has been delayed indefinitely, despite the series completing filming. Um, yeah, I remember they shot that a while ago. Yeah, Wonder Woman has been delayed indefinitely, which it was shut down due to the strikes anyway. And That's Daredevil, 
yo, Daredevil Born Again, which had started uh, filming in New York and whatnot, has been delayed indefinitely. Yeah. Um. So basically, half the upcoming slate is delayed indefinitely until further notice. Um, mind you, they're trying to book an Avengers event in 2025. Hey, man. That shit's getting cut, man. Like the thing with Daredevil, the Daredevil one is really rough because since it's 18 episodes, that's a lot of filming, bro. So like even when the strike is over, bro, it's gonna take so long to film and edit that. Like, we're probably not even seeing that till maybe mid-2025, if that. I listen, man. I this is I don't even know how to put this in context because like this is some historical ass context that we unfortunately keep living through. Mm-hmm. Um but Bro, they're doing they're 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 putting them sh- their their own shit on the shelf, uh, because they don't want to pay folks, uh, and essentially, they are they're shooting themselves in the fucking they're kneecapping them they're doing a fucking GTA interrogation scene on themselves that the f- fucking COVID did to them two years ago, yeah. like this shit is insane. What the fuck you mean you delayed half your fucking shows and movies because you only want to pay folks? That shit is crazy. Yeah. Um. You only I, hurt your own bottom line by doing that. You know what I mean? Listen, listen, man. I if if once again, like we'll talk more about strike shit actually in a second. Um, let me get into some Batman shit first, then we'll get like more into the strike shit a little bit, right? So speaking of rent due tweets, our least favorite scooper, infamous scooper, my time to shine hello, um, who is now subscribed to Twitter Blue as well, uh, has put out some shit about the Batman sequel over the weekend. And like we talked about earlier with uh i want to make sure i got this right like we talked about earlier with fantastic four and weapon x and you know deadpool and whatnot how the fuck are you writing characters and places and storylines when there's a fucking writer strike going on yeah um the rumors that they put out over the weekend state this and i'm putting heavy alleges on this because like i'm not trying to catch y'all um one dig grayson Dick Grayson's Robin is rumored to have a role in the movie. Um, two, Clayface. Batman two. Yeah, this is the Batman two. Sorry, okay. this is the rumor for the Batman sequel. My bad for not framing it. No, but okay. this is for the this is for the Batman sequel. That my time to show time to sh- ah my time to shine. Hello, hey, you got shorten the fucking name, dog. Uh, my, my time to shine. To hello. Say the whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching the Boondocks. No, you're all good. But my time to shine hello has basically said, hey, this is this is what's gonna be the Batman sequel. Dick Grayson's Robin, Clayface, a no man's land adaptation, and it's going to be filming in 2024, March 2024, right? Um, and I'm I'm throwing a heavy alleges on this for two big reasons. One reason is the writer strike, and the other reason is the actor strike. Um, once again, like if James Gunn the current head of DC Creative, like DC Studios, the studio in which this movie is going to release under, um, is saying, bro, I can't write the Batman movie. Like, I can't write my Batman movie because of the strikes that's going on right now. And Matt Reeves, who is also a WGA writer, what makes you think this nigga is writing Robin, Clayface, and No Man's Land during a strike? What right. makes you think they're setting release dates during two strikes? Yeah. If anything, he's probably, don't get me wrong, he's probably writing it, but I'm sure he's not telling the world he's writing it. You know he, what I mean? He, I'll tell you like this. He's probably texting the homies about this. 
He's yeah. probably texting Matson Tomlin about this shit. Like, he was the screenwriter of the Batman. But listen, man, um, none sure of that shit. Is... With this shit. I know he, I'm sure he's not sending niggas files and shit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, he, he's not out here like like 2007 Kanye, dog. Yeah. Like, listen, man, like, he's. I, I, I'm, I'm positive, like, writers are talking about ideas right now. We just saw yeah. somebody talk about a fucking. Um, what was the fucking writer who said they were trying to do some type of sequel over the weekend? Oh, Pirates Caribbean movie. Uh, Craig Mason, Craig Mason from uh fucking Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Um, they're talking about doing a Pirates Caribbean movie. Like I know that type that type shit is getting like thrown around with the writers and stuff, but that shit's not gonna like WB cannot set budgets, cannot set schedules, cannot do any of that shit until these strikes yeah. are over. What the fuck makes you think they're setting a movie to start filming in six months during yeah, a historically sure. long strike? I'm sure nothing is set in stone. It's probably, you know, directors be like, yeah, man, once this is over, I'm going to fuck with you, bro. But you know that be, it's no probably no guarantees going around at all, you know? Yeah, you can't like, guarantee nothing. Yo, you can't guarantee a single fucking thing, so I'm confused as to how this information is getting out. Um, it, listen, this motherfucker could be right and I could be wrong, but I'm just, I'm just questioning. How the fuck can this be getting out during two, like, a dual strike of the century? I'm um, be honest. All these things sound likely. Like, you know what I mean? Like, No Man's Land just is the obvious route they should go in the second movie. That's kind of obvious. The only yeah. thing that's kind of shocking is the whole Robin thing, you know? But See, like, I saw someone tweet over the weekend, like, that Robin was too early in, in Robert Pattinson's Batman story. And if this is, if this is the second year, like, if he started in the second year, um, that the Batman started dead. That's the like in the comics. That's the year Robin joins Batman. Robin yeah. don't like join like a, a old grizzled veteran ass Batman. He gets Batman damn near out the womb, dog. Like they, yeah. there hasn't really for a long prolonged period of time. Batman does not go without a Robin, dog. Right, right. It, he always has one, and like it started in year two. It makes sense to put him in the second movie. And be uh, honest, bro, I really want to see a Batman and Robin movie. Like, I know we have one coming out later, but I'm talking about in the, in the pre- present. I'm in, in the now, you know. Yeah, I would love to see that shit. A Batman and Robin movie. And, like, to see one, like, in a group. Like, not to say, like, James Lynn Gotham is going to, like, be looking like the shit in the 90s, like Joel Schumacher's. But, like, again, this grounded-ass Gotham, I would yeah. like. Listen, man, Jay LaCargo should play Dick Grayson if it, if it happens. Right, like, it, like if it happens, the story's just too perfect not to fuck up. You know what I'm saying? You don't think it's and gonna be the little kid, the mayor's son? No, he got too much money. <laughs> Nigga, too well off. <laughs> he, got, he got too much therapy, dog. It's a nepo baby. <laughs> no, not like listen, listen, man. The way that people are, people, comic book fans online, right? We we talked about seeing the Parkers die. We talked about seeing Uncle Ben get capped. We talked about the Waynes getting capped, right? And glad we didn't see that shit in the Batman, right? But you know what we haven't seen a lot in live action? Oh God, the Graces, the Graces, and their bodies hitting the floor. <laughs> Bombs away <laughs> with the new Jack. <laughs> Wild Shane McMahon. <laughs> Jack, I can't feel my legs. Oh, Shut up, you pussy. Is he you off the roof. <laughs> the wild Sabu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but nah, man, that's fine. That's true, though. That's true. We, ha- we haven't seen too much of that, man. So that can, that can possibly happen. Well, have you um, seen it in the animated series? We definitely seen it. I remember that we, episode. We saw it in the animated series. I'm not, I, I honestly don't. 
I haven't watched it in a minute, so I haven't seen Batman and Robin in like like all the way through in like years. So like yeah. it could possibly have happened in there. I just don't remember. Um, but we haven't if it did, it's only happened in live action once, and we ain't counting 66. Yeah. Um, so it could happen in the unfortunately people are clamoring for it. Um since we're talking about more strike shit, let's get into the, the big news that kind of came out over the weekend, too. SAG AFTRA is planning to send a strike authorization vote for the video game industry as it has failed to meet the needs of video game actors. The companies possibly facing the strike are Activision, the yeah. publishers of Call of Duty, um, EA, Gestures Broadly, um, Epic Games, who does Fortnite, right? Yeah. Epic Games, who does Fortnite, Insomniac Games, who does the Spider-Man games, um, Take-Two, who does 2K, um, and WB, who does the fucking Harry Potter games, or what was the Harry Potter game that came out last year? Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, Hogwarts Legacy. So, um, a lot of, and I'm saying this to say, a lot of games these days are live service games. They have content that roll out with Battle Pass and shit like that. Basically, they need the actors to constantly do this content. Um, so, then how do you how do you think a, a strike possibly coming to the actors for the video game industry unfolds? Well, I'll, I'll say this a lot quicker than, the, uh, <laughs> than the, that shit probably won't even go to a vote. The niggas like, yo, whatever, bro. Because first of all, just ring yeah, the bell. first of all, it seems the video game industry has a limited funds, bro. Like this is one of the few industries that's really like actively thriving. There's no fallback in the in video game industry. It's only gone up since the pandemic, right? Yeah. But then also, it's like for, a recall needs to happen at Take Two because them niggas is committing all types of atrocities for other shit. So I'm not even worried about them. But for the most part, I've heard I actually have heard like they do get paid pretty decently up front. It's the back end they're worried about, you know, using their yeah. likeness, voices for other shit, you know. Because my son that plays Kratos, he always talking about how rich he is, and I fuck with him. You know, they take care of him over there. <laughs> he always stunned on niggas. I fuck with him. But uh, yeah, man, I can see this happening. You know, they they you gotta put out that DLC, especially um Call of Duty, because them niggas is pumping out new skins every week. I listen, man. I saw I saw a clip that had someone with as Nicki Minaj. <laughs> 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 For, I gotta say, that was the wildest shit to start off with. It was Nicki Minaj. It was who else was in that? Who got released in the game over the weekend? I know it was 21 Savage. 20, oh my God. It was Nicki yeah. Minaj, 21 Savage. And I think, goddamn, um, fuck, who was it? I swear to God. It wasn't, was it? Oh, yeah, Homelander. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fucking Homelander. In the it plane, Nicki, right? Yeah, yeah, in the plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I was like, what the fuck type of shit is this? And I was like, damn, this is really like a post-Fortnite America. You know yeah. what I mean? But they like this, like, I, like as much as I hate to think about the benefit of Nicki Minaj, right? Imagine licensing your face out, right? And how much they probably fuck her on the back end of not actually paying her, like, per download or t- some shit like that. Um, think like this, right? Think of... Um, What's my man's Yuri Lowenthal, who plays mm-hmm. Peter Parker in the Insomniac Spider-Man game a couple years ago? Think about this for him. Maybe he had a deal like set to like for them to use his likeness because like he's actually the face scan for the shit, right? Um, do y'all remember like maybe a year into the game, bro? Like, it it might have been like maybe six months. Um, 
that they switched his face like the Tom Hollands. I'm so pissed about that, bro. I'm, I'm mad that's still in the game, by the way. Oh, um, yeah, and it's gonna be in the next one, man. I'm sick, bro. I was, I'm, yo, I'm sick of that, that shit. But can you imagine, like, if he had some type of deal on the back end to, like, you know, have his likeness, you know, license out like that, and all of a sudden they switch it to the motherfucker who's in the big mo- major motion picture movie? Yeah, I'll I would be, be pissed. Yeah, yeah. Um, like in like we're gonna talk about him later, but like someone like Sam Witwer, dog, like he was Star Killer for the Force Unleashed games. I, I. Sam Whitworth will probably tell you right now that he don't see shit on the back end for the Force Unleashed games for the digital sales or something like that, dog. I just like, bought that shit too over the weekend. That's hilarious. Dog, fucking Logan, like it, not Logan Paul, but if fucking um Aaron Paul, there we go. If Aaron Paul can come out and be like, yo, I started breaking bad as Jesse, and I don't see shit for my Netflix residuals, dog, there's an issue. Yeah. That's not that's not good at all. Um, and like that's not even a video game thing, dog, but like I these factors need their money, dog. Give them the money. It's, it's, it's really that simple. Give them the motherfucking money. Because once again, you niggas got it. That's the thing that pisses me off. They, yo, they always in. I hate hearing all the stories I've heard over during the time of the strike, especially over the last weekend. Such as motherfuckers like basically like people at the regular jobs can also relate to this of like basically coming to shit, like coming to work and being like, "Hey, man, I need you to like cross off your overtime for last week." And you sitting there thinking like. My nigga, it's $45. <laughs> like, cut the check, cuz. Like, damn. Like, what the fuck do you mean you don't have it? I yo, yo, this is like this is Walmart, my nigga. Like, yo, I, I know y'all got it. <laughs> I see yo, I see you niggas every day. Money. What you yeah, like, 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 can I get money with you niggas? Exactly. Like, listen, it's like, listen, a wise man once said, I ain't eating. Yeah, I, yeah. Everybody gotta eat. The hole right now. We ain't eating. Like, we ain't eating, dog. Uh hey man, and I'm not saying I feel bad for Hollywood, but hey, man, the way y'all are, you make me pissing off everybody y'all need to make these movies and whatever productions it is, is really, really admirable, dog. Like, I, what you do to make these niggas this mad, dog? Like, and this <laughs> I've is never seen the, niggas so united, bro. It's actually a beautiful thing. I will yo, say. this is this is one of the times in life where you have a moment of what they do to make the niggas that mad, and everyone is in agreement that they deserve that shit. Yeah. Have you ever seen anything else like that in life? If you ever seen someone get stomped out in real life, dog, you'd be like, damn, did he really like deserve like three heel stomps to the yeah. nose? You my nigga. Hollywood is the person getting three heel stomps to the nose right now. They deserve all that shit. It really feels like we've really had a quiet uh worker revolution this summer that no nobody's really talking about. You know what I mean? UPS Fuck got the, the bag, the yeah. pilots got the bag, but they got but yeah, the fucking I think American Airlines pilots got a fucking 45% raise, dog. Yeah, the right. staff of, of uh, I think Delta is about to about to go on strike, man. Yo, yo, every, everybody's coming for them. Yeah, everyone survived the pandemic and is coming for the bread, and I respect that shit. Yeah, niggas gotta eat, man. Um speaking of niggas gotta eat, dog. You wanna talk about Ahsoka? Yeah. Yo, man, so we eating over there. <laughs> so, hey, man, we eating good over here, dog. Filoni, man. Filoni, we trust. It's always. Uh, from, from, like, from start to finish, this is just a beautiful episode. From the Jedi lessons to Hera dealing with, with the politicians uh, to, to young Jason Syndulla um, to the space combat to the, uh, the intergalactic hyperspace ring to... Uh, Everything, man. This shit was beautiful, man. Man, how you feel about this dog? Nah, it's just, it's just beautiful. Uh, the tone is is amazing. I I love the way it's shot. It's shot like, I know it's a TV show, but it's really shot like a movie. Like you know, uh, 
costuming is fucking great. Like acting's good. It's just good all around, bro. Like I really had no complaints, especially with uh, the third episode. It's actually like a perfect episode of ours. Yeah, uh, it pushes everything forward. It gives you like the big Joker of, of the season, basically, mm-hmm. which is the intergalactic hyperspace ring that they're going to use to bring a Thrawn and like his big ass ship and fleet. Basically, what Ez- what it's Ezra fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Not the forward focus, my nigga. Dumb uh, edition. <laughs> do you do you remember when Transformer movies came out and they used to like they did that like special edition Cadillac or Escalator or some shit, dog? Yeah, like, absolutely, absolutely. That's what that's that's what Thrawn's pulling back up to the galaxy with, my nigga. Like, it's like when everybody had yellow Camaros when the first one Transformers came out. <laughs> when, oh yeah. <laughs> Hey, the whole hood had them shits. Yo, yo, I, I ain't seen a, a, a military service member not have one of them shits for like two summers, bro. Shit was in, incredible. Bro, um, I remember this, this girl in high school, her first car was that car, bro. She was tearing up the neighborhood in that shit. Bro. I listen, man. It, that God knew not to give me that shit too early in life. <laughs> yeah, fact. God knows not to give me that shit now. Because <laughs> I, I agree. I would, I would be, you know, I would definitely get kicked out of an apartment complex. I'm not absolutely. Sure. Hoa gonna uh, hate you. Yo, fuck the mess. Oh, but yo, seeing young Jason dog brought brought a warm feeling to my heart. Um, <laughs> What's that VG song? I miss my dogs, bro. Damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I really miss my mom. Um, shout out to Chopper for being willing to commit war crimes. Um, ain't out of the drop of a dime for that young boy. I know no hesitation has, either. Yo, I know he torched a planet during the war for that kid. Like, I, I and it wasn't even because the kid was in danger. He just said, "In your name, my nigga, I'm doing exactly this. in your honor, nigga." Um, Hera, Hera politicking. Um, how do you feel about Hera politicking? She was putting on her best. She's on her best Cody Rhodes impersonation, bro. She was really <laughs> laying it on a little thick, man. But I feel it. She, hey, I, I appreciate going into like, hey, man, like, listen, I fought in the war against these niggas type shit. I know how hard this man is to kill. We need to stop him right now. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, we gotta put this nigga down, bro. <laughs> motherfucker's trying to boss up on her, like, you know what I'm saying? You're just trying to find Ezra. And, and, and Hera, Hera, like, listen, I know she's played by a white woman, right? But Hera in that moment, like literally, I'm not bullshit. Mary Elizabeth Winstead looked the hologram up and down and said, "What were you doing during the war?" This was just, you know, what I'm saying, just just yeah, wait and see what side we went. Yo, hey, can, I, can, can we get the can we get the new clip one more time? <laughs> Shut up, you pussy. That's what she said. Basically, that's what that's what Hera said to the to, to, in my Mothla's presence. She said, "Shut your bitch ass up, nigga. You wasn't you wasn't in the field. Yeah, you wasn't you wasn't out here fighting the battle of Jakku. You feel me? Like you wasn't. Quote, you wasn't the great philosopher Waka Flocka. Where your body's at, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> nigga saying that they kill us with the body." <laughs> Essentially, uh, yo, that I appreciate her. And mom also was like, Yo, stop making the block hot, but <laughs> you can't call a center just pussy here. It's just not, it's not, it's not, not, not in front works. of the whole room, nigga. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, none, like, you can do it in front of one or two, you can't do it in front of the whole Senate subcommittee, my nigga. Yeah, like, just not that shit works. Um, she wasn't wrong, though, yeah, she was, hey, she wasn't wrong. Um, and I appreciate Sabine being like, the fuck you mean some politicians said you couldn't come fight? If you don't bring your green ass out into this galaxy, 
Oh, so being remind me of Stone Cold on the four wheeler, just running through the, you know what I mean, like just tearing up niggas. <laughs> and everybody just love her, you know. Everybody pops her to be, you know. Yo, honestly, Ahsoka moves like prime Shawn Michaels. Oh, because um, yeah. because she'll be completely calm, like literally, like literally, the ship got blown out the fucking space or whatever the fuck you want to call it, out of orbit. Um. And Ahsoka was like, yeah, Sabine, fix the ship. I'm going to go outside and deal with them, deal with them. And Sabine was like, the fuck you mean deal with them? Like, what, what? <laughs> what, what do you mean by this? <laughs> Yo, and, and just casually, the next shot you see of Ahsoka is her stepping out in this customized spacesuit with her fucking tendrils for spaces where her tendrils and shit on her head. Uh, and her cutting up some fucking TIE fighters, dog, or some, or some star fighters, dog. And listen, man. Dave Filoni, you have rocked my world. Oh, uh, this is some shit we had only seen in Clone Wars before. And and now we are here in live action seeing Ahsoka cut down ships, zooming past her goddamn head and doing somersaults while doing it. Oh, brother, I I don't want to I don't I know this is typically associated with something negative, but Brother, the game is gone. This is this is peak Star Wars. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We're, we're knee deep in it, bro. I I don't think I can ever like settle for less again, dog. Like we, if they we can't progress from this point, we're at a high point. We can't yo, regress. I I Facetime my homegirl after this because she's a super Star Wars head too, and like she ain't know about the the heir to the Empire movie that's oh, coming. Man. And I was like, yeah, for the I was like, bro, if if Filoni's like doing this, I can't wait to see the movies after. And she was like, the movies. She didn't know. Does and I was know? like, I was like, you ain't know. And she was like, what you mean? And I was like, Dave Filoni is making a Star Wars movie featuring Ahsoka in Mando and in fucking Bo-Katan and Spina everybody, nigga. She like, she's she's a very small, she's a very petite woman, right? When I heard when I this white woman summoned the voice of like peak two thousand three New York and let out the manliest, let's fucking go. Yeah, I have ever. Her dog, yeah, I mm-hmm. listen. We're tapped in. This is we can't go back, man. This is Star Wars. This is Dave Filoni. You are my George Lucas. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's cool to see people who have like actual passion for the shit they're working on actually get the chance to work on it. You know, it's it's beautiful. Honestly, I want to ask you a question. Yeah, you know the shit about Sam Witwer in the show? Nah, what's going on? So the masked inquisitor, Maroc. Mm-hmm. He's listed as Sam Woodward in the credits, right? In the actual show? Yeah, in the show. Like, he's listed in the credits and shit, right? But, okay. like, uh, Sam Woodward himself has not... Con- For those of you who don't know who Sam Woodward is, he was in... Um, he was... He was in what? Big Star. Yeah, he, he was in Big Star. He was in Force Unleashed. Um, he was also Doomsday in uh, Smallville, for people who watch Smallville. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was in something else. I just can't remember what it was. Um, but like he's 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 been in Maul and he was Maul in Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, he was Star Killer in uh, Force Unleashed. Um, and he won't say like what his role in the show is. Um, and he won't say who Maroc is. So we got to play the guessing game a little bit. This motherfucker has played Maul, mind you. The motherfucker plays it like uses a double bladed lightsaber. Um, this motherfucker has played Star Killer. Um. Then, if if chicanery is possible, mm-hmm. who do you think Maroc is? Because, uh, well, 
if you guys played uh Force Unleashed, you know the dark side ending is um my son Vader basically telling you, hey nigga, <laughs> we actually perfected the cloning process, nigga. Here's another version <laughs> of you. And he riding with me. You know what I mean? So pussy nigga. <laughs> Bitch ass boy. Star Killer, the first original. Oh, he was like, he was like, I, I, I'm bleeding. I, I'm bleeding. <laughs> Killed your whole girl, threw your homies off the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He better fuck them up. Go but, dig uh, it masked up, but he can't say shit. Can't you feel me? Shit, dog. But uh, yeah, man. So that's all. I, I definitely think it's uh, a clone of him. If it's if it's third generation clone of Star Killer, that's crazy. If they're bringing Star Killer into canon, that's even crazier. Um, like that should have been happened. Be honest. Honestly. Yo, know, honestly and truly, like the darkest, like the darkest, most twisted ass shit I can think of, like as Sam Weber being someone in the show, is like a clone of Anakin. Um, and that would be actually the wildest shit for Ahsoka to face I can think of. Um, uh, because I was like, is like they can't bring Maul back because Maul is definitively dead at this Cooked. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Obi Wan made sure the third time to kill him. Yeah. Um. But, on, nigga. but they he can be he can be start this kid this kid he can't be Maul but it can be a so it can be an Anakin clone because not to sound like you know Amanda Waller and Justice League but you know Anakin the Skywalker left his DNA all over the galaxy dog um <laughs> it was everywhere they yo the the Palpatine had many a chance to clone him mm-hmm. uh so that's possible uh yo Thrawn could have been keeping yo Thrawn was cool with Vader so Thrawn could have been keeping a Vader clone. Not cool like they were homies, but cool like they respect each other. Like you know, what I'm saying game recognized game type shit. Um, that's the darkest thing I could think of. But like, it'll be cool if he's like Star Killer. Yeah, uh, or honestly, if he's um, you remember the Jedi and Force Unleashed that uh, Star Killer went and found the blind one. Yeah. What if that'd he's them? Cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool too. Yeah, that'd be fire. Uh, but yeah, let's get sense. to. The- Let's get into the soapbox and let's get out of here for the week. Yo, man. Soapbox this week is... Yo, man. It's video game season, niggas. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I'm here to tell you, niggas. Delete that game. You're not going to play that that bullshit free game you picked up just because it was free. You know what I mean? Back of your catalog shit. You know? That shit's been sitting there for months. You're not going to play it, nigga. <laughs> and also, don't buy 2K. Love yourself. Love your community. Love your ancestors and don't buy 2K. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I'm telling man, I you, love, I love Drewski, but if I ever get dunked on by Drewski, I'm just gonna throw my fucking controller through my screen and make peace with my God. Right, they made Drewski a high flying uh, shooting guard. You niggas can't fool me. <laughs> but nah, that's, that, that, that's like when they yeah. do the shapeshifter cards in FIFA. Hey, like, why, yeah. why the fuck is Antonio Ruger have a 90 shooting stat, dog? Like, come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> They got messy playing left back. Man, fuck y'all. But, uh, nah, man, definitely delete them old games that you ain't gonna play, nigga. Or try to finish everything you're doing before you let the game come out. Because before you know it, it'll be FIFA time for for me and my soccer niggas. Before you know it, it'll be Spider Man time, you know, and the list goes on and on. So, uh, time coming soon. Very soon. So, delete any bullshit games you ain't playing, nigga. You're not playing that old. Nigga, you ain't playing Overwatch no more. Nigga, delete that book. Be a man. Be a man. (laughs) (laughs) And just like that, I'm out. (laughs) All right, man. We got an episode of Life on Tires Tower coming to y'all this week. uh, Or at least we're recording this week. Um, We got the lookout coming to y'all. We got a very 
last A show for a while, A show about the punk situation that we talked about earlier in the show. Justin and Milos can break it down way better than I can with all the nitty and gritty issues. So please go tap in with them about that. Absolutely. And please listen to the war report about this last week of AEW, dog. I pray to you, please go listen to that shit. It is comedy. Um, tap into the rewriters room, tap into uh, stay busy with Armand, tap into the black print. Um, I love listening to the black print, so I hear Josh say, I mean, um, that's my guy. Shout out to Josh, please, man. <laughs> uh, shout out to the bobbleheads he posted today, so shout out to them too. Yeah, um, shout for them, shout out to Josh. Um, ugly ready to rob BLT, the Patreon. Yo, shout out to our patrons, dog. shout out to the patrons. Um, and of course, follow us at Black Rain RC, man. Uh, rate, subscribe to the channel, make sure you get all our notifications and shit. Um, uh, of course, subscribe to the Patreon. You can support for just as low as three dollars, my guy. Um, do we, do we have any words of wisdom, anything to leave for the people before we go this week? Oh, stop buying white shoes because before you know it, you're gonna be walking in snow and regretting that purchase. <laughs> oh, also, please, please don't, please don't start stealing tabbies from every like. West Indian shorty in New York, dog. I, I, I'm really already sick of hearing about this shit, honestly legend, and truly. Legend, legend. Uh, but also, I just want to throw this out there before we leave. Most important detail of that story. Yeah. that ma- she, she let that man smash twice in 24 hours. Men are the prize. We will see y'all next week. <laughs> Bye. Oh, man.